Yeah. If the word of God is true, said this one so for me. If the word of God is true for individual, then it's true for the church or the society or the congregation of God as a whole. Example. Yeah, example. Um, Psalm 19 talk about the fact that more of the word of God is to be desired than what? Good. And if this is true, for I'm developing a point. If this is true for an individual believer, then it's true for the church. And I've always said also that uh, what God, if you read scripture, God wants church leadership to be driven first by his, the spirit of Christ and his word. And then use the same thing to drive, serve as drivers of the church. So John 8, 31, 32, Jesus turned to the Jews that believe and said, if you continue in my ways, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If we are being driven by the Spirit of Christ and His Word, then we are going to succeed in whatever we do. And here also, sometimes people think they know Scripture and they know God, but they don't know anything. It is one thing also to believe. And another thing to continue in the words of Jesus Christ after the belief. And it is one thing to believe. And as I taught two days ago, to continue in the doctrine of what? Men. To remain in vain what? Worship. I have so many things to teach today. But basically, every hearer of the word of God I am teaching with his grace this morning should bear in mind God expects us as Christians to be driven by his word and then the spirit. His spirit, which is also referred to as the spirit of what? Christ. And uh, the word of God cannot be, we cannot, uh, church leadership here, this caution goes for church leadership. Clergy and church leadership. Yeah, it's a caution. You can only do that when you have a mission from God and the grace of God from is upon you. When God has not sent you, you dare not, especially some of us without color, 
you are preaching and you want to caution the clergy, fine. I want to caution by the grace of God upon me. They may choose to take it all, target arrogance and throw it away. The caution is that if we take the word of God to be true for individual, we should not go into the church and do the opposite thing. So, if more of the word of God, Psalm 19, is to be desired than gold by divine instruction or commandment, Psalm 19, then in the church, if I'm in leadership, I'm a clergy and I'm running church and we are doing Bible class, importance should be attached to Bible class than when it comes to taking money as offering. That is the point I'm making. And if seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto thee, Jesus was teaching on the subject of what? Prayer is true. For the believer as an individual is true for the church when we meet as a world, a whole. In other ways, when we meet and we have not prayed about matters concerning the kingdom of God, which is also captured in the Lord's prayer, I've taught you is the spirit God wants to see in us if we want to do effective prayer. That is our prayer as believers. Does it carry interest of the kingdom and kingdom issues then it will be wrong if we go to church and we want to pray for national economy when we have not even prayed for the world the kingdom of God and whatever interest that has to deal with the kingdom of God you see we are dealing with clergy eh, who are not kingdom minded at all and is symptomatic of people who do not have the word of God in them. Jesus Christ acts, was always talking about kingdom world issue. And I've told you the Lord's Prayer has no singular in it. Our Father, not my Father, when we are praying, give us this day. Paul talk about all prayer. We see it also in First Timothy 2. That is all prayer. This uh, isolated prayer. Uh, uh, oh my Jesus Christ. Let, let, let's pray for our, 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 our church. Our denomination. Uh, that is not the spirit God wants to see. God wants prayers. I'm speaking from the scripture. The Lord's Prayer and the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants kingdom mindedness, kingdom driven, kingdom identity. They have turned everything opposite and it has produced results. It may be gratifying to them, but Nobody should clap for anybody until 
you have your assessment sheet from God himself. You remember I told you there was a time I asked God why I cannot see my mission. And he told me I have divided my heart into three. That was true evaluation. One for him, one for educational ambition, and one for useless things. Mm -hmm. uh, we've not been taught to go to God and ask for evaluation. All we've been taught is the liturgical for formalities. Ami, we, jealous, care, and and what? Thy side to live, Lord, prepare straight. Yeah, sometimes uh, it, it is better you ask God to tell you your status, how He sees you. And then, especially when you are a church leader, let God tell you the state of the world, of the church. Some of us, we preach the way we preach, we teach the way we teach, because we know what God has told us about the state of the church and what is being done by the clergy. And God spoke to me, he did not use the word, some of them. And that's why I'm aggressive. When you are teaching, there are people, they cannot receive the word of God with meekness. They want to come and teach us how we should speak for God. It's also arrogance. It's also what? Arrogance. Today, so many things in my heart. So the first part is a warning and advice to clergy and church leadership. Don't take the word of God as for individuals and come to the church and drive the church with different word thing. Another example is obedience is better than word sacrifice. So don't come and stand in the church and make it look like sacrifice is better than word. Obedience, which is one thing they have done here, especially when it comes to teaching tithe and offering. And then all the verses that has to deal with taking money from congregation in the name of God. But taking money from congregation in the name of God, God looks at the motive and the heart of the individual. We are in a church, they never appreciate. Clergy never appreciate. Do appreciation that Jesus did with the poor world widow. Some have the nerve to stand boldly and tell you we don't want smaller world denominations in our time. When they do all this thing and me, I sit there as a servant of God. I see, I see the kind of spirit that is in the clergy. I see the kind of spirit that is in the clergy. Uh, 
something drop, let me say it. One clergy, uh, uh, it is interesting. I don't know how it can be the spirit drop this thing. So, one clergy told me of the Church of Pentecost to be precise. He said, the elderly clergy, he said they were with Reverend Macchion. And then Macchion was addressing them and he said, every time you suspend people, it's always idolatry. It's always idolatry. I'm looking for the first clergy who will come and he will tell me he suspended somebody because the person told a lie. I think it's interesting. Reverend McKeown, if what he told me is true, he was making a strong word. He was making a strong word. Point. He was making a strong word. Point. Sometimes, and that is what uh, this fine theologian, Derek Prince, explained to me that when you talk of heresy, it is not teaching false doctrine, that you take certain portions of the scripture and you concentrate on it, you live and you neglect the word others. But God expects us to live by the totality of his word, his word. Uh, I have many things to say. Man, the man factor, the man, when Bible talks about man as a force to reckon with in our worship, many of them points to the clergy and church leadership. Because me, I cannot make doctrine for my local church here. But it is very easy for the clergy to make what? Doctrine. I cannot make sacrifice better than what? Obedience. And use that to drive the church. But the clergy can do that. I don't have power to cut Bible class short and give extended time for other things. But the clergy have what? They have power to do that. So when God is talking about man, 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 eh, they are the ones. They are the ones. But I'm not in a position to declare the visions God gave me here about clergy. Of certain denominations. Not now. When you, you tell them, they will tell you, they will wear their theological lens and tell you it is a schizophrenic and hallucinogenic imagination. In other words, you are, you are mad, you are crazy. Fine. So these ones, you don't tell them. I've moved with a lot of theologians and uh, one thing, the only thing they believe, I, I, it seems they believe is that uh, 
a time will come people will yield to seductive what spirit aha that's what they, they believe mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't even believe in visions <laughs> it was uh reverend kenneth hagan who wrote the book i believe in what vision i bought one for you have you people read it you finish reading it hey then you are loaded mm -hmm. Kenneth, Kenneth Hagan, not the, the, the junior, senior, he had a reason why he wrote that book, I Believe in Vision. I read it so many years, and recently I saw one, I bought one for you people. We thank God. We thank God. The first part of the message is gone. Another thing in my heart, again, I was meditating on my knees, and Many of church members, and I prayed that God should rebook the devil's spirit in them. There are so many members, very sincere members, with honest and good word, heart. However, some devil leadership have pushed the same devil spirit into what? Into the members. And I will teach here, and they will know. I see several of them, but unfortunately, it has never occurred to me to pray for them until this night. There are two ways you can see you yourself, you are playing the devil, and I'm going to show it, so that we can all stay away from it, and it should inform our prayer also, if you are hearing me, to pray for uh, uh, Matthew 16. You see, you go to 23, uh, Peter, Peter is somebody who has this, an honest and what? Honest and what? Good heart for God. But he was, he played the devil. And the devil's spirit was right there. So Jesus rebuked the devil. And when people are playing the devil, they speak nicely. That is the deceptive nature. Of it. Uh, read where, read the whole episode, the 23, and it's where he said, Get away from me, Satan. Read the 23 first, 1623. Matthew 1623. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Good. G Peter is playing the devil, the devil is influencing him, operating. Uh, 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 the, the, what I want to say is captured in is it First Chronicles 21 I want to use the same Bible word. it said and then the devil moved David to do what to count Israel hmm. but this time we uh, let me use that same expression and Joab that was where Joab was updated and he said 
King David, you are making a dangerous move. David won't listen. Use his position as a king to prevail over him. Uh -huh. The clergy do it today. They use the ecclesiastical position to prevail over ordinary members like some of us. When we, we, are, we are updated by the grace of God and we are pointing certain things to them, they won't listen. They think they have been clergy for a number of years. They have experience. They know God. They know theology. They've been to the Bible seminary. Uh -huh. I'm getting there. Lord, help me. They, 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 are, they are there. They are there so far. And then he will raise his synthetic title, Sopo Penini, and prevail over you. And the worst of it is that they band you. They declare you persona non grata. He's not a member of this church. He's not a true member. They don't know they do that to their own detriment. David did it. He suffered. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. He prevailed. I like this. Is it Chronicles 1st or 2nd? 1st Chronicles 21. 1st Chronicles 21. It's a lesson every leader should keep it like a, a, a necklace around your neck and your heart. Huh? First Chronicles 21, mm -hmm. verse 1. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Good. He stood against Israel and provoked David to number. Very good. Satan can stand against the church and provoke individuals to behave in a way. What he is doing doesn't seem to be what? Evil. But read, uh, uh, but how could Joab tell David was making a dangerous word move? Read a bit about what he said. And then where he said that David prevailed over him. The, the clergy is being provoked by the devil. The devil is using him. He doesn't see you. are pointing out. He won't listen. He prevails over you and he goes to sit at the meeting house. He's drinking tea. He's He's happy. Uh, I have dug him. I've driven him away. He doesn't know he is. He has dug his own world, grave to his own detriment. Mm -hmm. First Chronicles twenty-one two to four. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people. And somebody said, So are you the only righteous man of God or Christian on earth? By the grace of God, I'm a preacher. What God gives me is what I declare to the church. I have not said so. You can form your own impression about me. But what I, I am and what I'm doing, what God has made me, is what I'm doing. I'm carrying my assignment. You see, I read Luke 16, and then this man, this rich man who went to hell and was telling uh, what, was it Abraham yeah. that he should let they, sh they should allow him to go and preach send, send somebody to preach you are, it's not now that you are coming to uh, uh, preach, it's one of the things that I'm going to say this morning uh, uh, hold on to where you are, you see uh when you read the ten virgins, when you read Revelation chapter two, 
when you see how Achan was killed, how Ananias and Sapphira, how Peter dealt with them under the influence of the Holy Spirit, Jesus had resurrected not long from that point. And you see how God dealt, uh, Elisha dealt with Gehazi. And several other things that I was meditating upon, I have come to a conclusion it is possible to get to a place where it's too late for individual to repent. One clergy said, it's not too late. Every Christian should bear in mind that it's not too late to fall if you don't take caution. But it is possible to get to a state you have messed up and it's too late to what? It's too late to repent. God said, Jezebel, I gave her a chance to repent, but she did not. She has blown it. Ex expired. The, 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 the chances for repentance is blown. It's blown out. It's one thing I want to use the grace of God upon me to send across the church. You can die prematurely. You can die prematurely. I can die what? Cool. And you are, even when in the news, building collapse, people were in church praying. When was that? Tuesday. Yeah, Eastern region. The building collapsed. And people have what? Died. So, it's one message I want to drive. It is true that it's not too late to fall when you don't take the necessary precaution as a Christian or as a believer. But the opposite is not 100% word. True. That it's not too late to what? To repent. You can blow your period, your chances of what? Repentance. So the ten vengeance has that lesson there. How Ananias and Sapphira were killed is, but even the husband was killed first. So they could, you see, people don't know scripture, but they think they know because they won't meditate. And it's the clergy and church leadership again. Especially when they did their, they do their so-called theology, eh? some of them, hey, they, they won't listen to anything. They know above everybody. Theology. Hmm. <laughs> I want to go by the word of God. Meditate upon the word of God day and what? Now, today, I, I, I prayed in the night. I was on my knees. I was meditating. The things that God dropped is what I come and teach. They think they know. Where did I reach? I get lost. They are also lost. They are not following me. It's never too late to do what? 
to fall. So I was talking about, that means you don't follow me when I'm teaching. I was talking about Peter. And how Peter dealt with Ananias' wife. That is what troubles me. And I learned lesson. I have discovered something there. One is what I'm sharing. It can be too late to what? Repent. God killed the husband. So there was enough opportunity for Peter to have created for the wife to what? To Ray. That it was too late for her to what? You, you see, uh, I am not the type. And then when you are under the Spirit of God, you are not the type. You, nobody can gag you with the word because the devil can cite scriptures for his purpose, which is one thing I'm driving this morning. Do we say Peter was, didn't have love? Do we say Peter was judgmental? Do we say Peter played holier than thou? We may even dig the history of what? Peter. If we dig his history and you want to reason in human terms, eh, you will be tempted to say Peter had no right to do what he did. But Peter was under the influence of the word Holy Spirit. So in conclusion to this section, it can be too late to what? Not even Madame receive our condolences. And I've always said this, no church leadership, no Christian should pretend you are nicer than what? God. Your, your, your pastor came to morning start to preach. There are some clergy who have preached to me and I will never forget their preaching until I die. What's the name, Reverend? Odonko. He used to, at one point, he used to be the word. The Bible class, society word. Boss. Yeah. Soft-spoken man. I listen to him. I look at his countenance. I develop a liking for the man when you had some church program and he came to drop you in the world, in the house. And interestingly, he came to Morningstar also to preach to us. He, he said, God is love. And God becomes angry too. It has stayed with me up to now. I look at his face. He said, God is love. But when he was telling us, God becomes angry too, the way he made his countenance and his face, I could see God was driving the message to me. So I don't want to make that mistake. And we shouldn't make that mistake that God is love and take the love of God for what? For granted. One clergy said, we said, we have claimed God is merciful, 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 and you have messed ourselves up. God is merciful, and we are messing ourselves before God. God is merciful, and we are messing ourselves. God is merciful, and then we mess ourselves until we reach the point 
where it's too late for us to repent. The God who created life. I did this post on Facebook. I said the other side of Jesus Christ. Jesus also kills. No, but no clergy wants to preach that. Is it not Matthew 12 what? 50. Matthew. No. Matthew 10, 28. Let's see. Jesus kills. Nobody told us. That's why church leadership don't fear God. And they are pushing the same thing to members. God is love. God is love. Your Kelsey, your clergy, and my clergy as well, Reverend Odonko, said God becomes angry too. Let's take this thing this morning. It will happen. Is it there? Uh huh. Read. Matthew 10 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Exactly. And then it was Revelation 2. Jesus said, I will kill Jezebel. They are not preaching Jesus to us. That is the point. They are preaching human doctrines and philosophy. Revelations 2.23 I preach Jesus by the grace of God. Uh Revelation 2.23 And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your way. Very good. And you see, when people are playing the devil, I'm doing so many things at a time. Oh, this is Jesus Christ speaking. So Jesus is a killer as well. He's not just a savior. If they never told you, I'm telling you from scripture. So we fear God. But I was making a point. I did not finish. Joab prevailing over what? David prevailing over what? Joab to his own what? Detriment. The clergy are, many of the clergy will find themselves in the same state. When God is raising people, ordinary people like some of us, and we are telling them the mind of God, divine updates, and they won't listen. They will see. And here, when people are playing the devil, eh, uh, they think they are nicer than God. That's the point I'm making. You think we, our generation, the clergy we have, you think they are nicer than somebody like Peter? Look at the way he, the man treated uh, no, the Safira is the one I am concerned. And I will go to the I look at the Old Testament, Second Kings 5, Gehazi. Elisha did not invoke uh, what do you call it? Leprosy upon him. He said, it should come upon you and your world. Your generation. Uh, Joshua told Achan, he said, you have trouble world. Why have you trouble us? God shall trouble this this day. 
People think they know scripture. They should go back to the scripture and look at the God who said, if you want to know God, you look at scripture. He's the same God. He's God of the mountain. He's the same God of the world, of the valley. There's a brother who talk about balancing uh, our view of Jesus Christ uh, should be balanced, balanced. That is balanced. We want to go in balance. They are looking outside. Uh, uh, this week, so many things in me. Uh, uh, we are in a generation. We are. We have all we know is that. Oh, God is good. Oh yeah, Jehovah yeah. Oh yeah, na na yeah, And then we want to worship because we know God is what good. And then. For his mercies shall endure ever faithful. And then they add instrument and we are making melody. They don't know a verse like Amos 5.23 where God said, your melody is making noise in my ears because of their moral nature that governed the interaction with their fellow men was bogus in the sight of God. We are always looking at one side of God, the good side. But um, I've started even praying to that effect. And I don't want anybody to understand me. God understands me. That God, we don't fear you in our generation because all they are preaching to us is that one side, your good side. Nobody is telling us what Reverend or Don God told us at Morningstar, it wasn't in church, oh, Morningstar management always create opportunity for us to get access to the word of God. Hmm. Uh, let me not talk about the institution, but Morningstar is an institution, anybody that rises against the institution or management, God would deal with the one. If you work there and even you misbehave and management do not see you come out like I've come out, God will pursue you still in the house. This is just by the way. Maybe for some of my colleagues who ha have my contact and they have access to some of this, my sermon. Let's sing, uh, because of playing that as usual. Without the word of God, we cannot make it. But unfortunately, we don't have people who are very serious, just as I started, who desire the word of God more than God, as God has commanded. And they are using that. They desire the silver collection more than the word of God. They want money in the church more than souls, saved souls in the church. 99 that are saved. 
They don't, uh, that is not the, uh, the, God's appetite is not the appetite. Jesus Christ our Lord came from heaven, John 6, 38, not to pursue his own will. I like that verse, but the will of the world. Father, it is my prayer. God, it must inform, give us leadership who would allow the spirit of Christ to drive them. That, oh yes, he's a clergy, all right. He's a church leadership, all right. He's there not to pursue his personal work. Interest, his own interest, not the interest of men, but the interest of what? God. Because now I've taught that man is a strong force to reckon with. When he's placed higher on the our early ecclesiastical hierarchy, according to our various denomination organizational structure, he is the sophopon, he is the general overseer, he is the archbishop. Hey, come on! They develop their own doctrine and they want everybody to worship them. Put God's own aside and follow their doctrines. What they want, not what God wants. Many. And that's how come eh, they will make their submission. That also suggests there is a point where it will be too late to do what? Repent. And God, the Lord Jesus Christ will tell them, I never knew you. You that work at iniquity. And if in my teaching and preaching I made reference to the clergy, this is my intention. That they will open up to the same word of God they think they preach and teach. They are called to preach and teach. So that they can avoid this situation. After having done the work of God over the years, everybody saw you just to be told on that day. I send it to a friend clergy. I said, brother, he's also another big clergy in Ghana here. I said, brother, I preach and clergy become annoyed, angry. But I discovered in Matthew 15 that they did the same thing to Jesus Christ. He said, you know, the Pharisees are annoyed because of your... And Jesus answered, he said, leave them, blind guides, leading blind world, people. They have crossed, repent. It's too late for them to repent. When Jesus is talking to you like that, leave them. Playing the devil is too late. It's possible to be too late for individual to do what? To repent. Today, so Bible says what? Today is the day of what? Salvation. When you hear his voice, do not what? Resist and Bible uses the expression resisting the Holy Spirit. Philip uh, Stephen used it in his defense, Acts 7. He said, You stiff naked, you will never God label few people as stiff naked people. He will even he used the same thing even for Israel in Exodus 33. Stephen also used it for the church elite. He said, Oh, they have always been stiff naked. He said, you never stop resisting the word, the Holy Spirit, just like your fathers. So, 
Nobody should pretend there and bring himself. Let me use the way we talk. No clergy, no church leader, no member should bring himself. When we, we wait upon God and we are carrying the word of God. What did James say? He said, receive with meekness the grafted word of God that which is able to do what? Oh, I see several people and they are usually people in church leadership who think they know clergy. You preach the word of God and then they cannot they play naughtiness. That is in James 1.21. Read that thing again. It will be a very good advice for anybody listening. James 1.21 I have, I have this friend clergy. Whenever I send some of my messages to him, uh, he has a way he sends, he responds. He responds by saying mercy. It's a mercy. Sometimes say this is a word. It's also a big clergy. But interestingly, we were in the house. He was passing here. I don't want to understand the church he belongs to. He passed here. Before I realized he was clergy. You send the word message to him and then he says what? Mercy. The other time he went to his house, he told us what? He said, he said, yeah. Continue. He, he advised me to put my preachings into writing. And if they don't listen to it, when I die and leave, they will listen. But I wish they listen. Why I'm what? Why I'm alive? And not where when when you die it's dangerous for people to listen to you when you what? the word of God, when you die. You know why? They will end up tending you to be their God. Kwekudiaism. 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 That is what Methodist Church, that is the error Methodist Church has gone into. John Wesleyism. John Wesleyism. So they push Jesus Christ aside. They make John Wesley God. But John Wesley did not ask anybody to make him a God. And that's what I'm afraid. Then pretty soon, Kwekudia's quote, Kwekudiaism, Kwekudiaism. Why no Jesusism? God forbid in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesusism, not Kwekudiaism, whether I'm alive or dead. And to my friend, the Methodist Church, it is Jesusism. I told you it's hypocrisy on the side of the Methodist Church. If they believed John Wesley for real, they would have promoted Jesusism. And not John Wesleyism and Methodism. That was the day I asked them what happened to the two-day fast in a week. If they believe John Wesleyism and Methodism, it's all hypocrisy. Colossians said God has structured things so Jesus Christ would have pre-war. 
eminence people cannot receive with meekness to inform our prayer but it's one of the signs of true believers also the ability to receive the word of God so this time my eyes has opened my eyes has what my eyes has opened pa I deal with people according to the way they receive the word. How they are open to the word of word. Word of God. I used to do unnecessary kindness to all kinds of people. Some even rise against you. Oh, this time they are there. I'm going to show kindness only to those who open up to the word of God. Lord, here if I'm sinning, forgive me. But I'm doing it out of anguish. So many things in my heart to do. Where have I reached? And I want to say it all. Yeah, receive the word of God with meekness. James 1:21. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. I, I don't want to brush over playing the devil. It's very important. Go back to the Matthew 16. Matthew 16:23. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. That is all that the church is familiar with. But the second part is the most important thing I'm going to draw attention to. Rebooking the devil is it's very easy for the Lord word. It's very easy for the Lord word. Jesus Christ. But the lesson after that is what is for us. Uh-huh. For thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Thou savest the things that be of God, but that be of what? So here, the devil is using men as well. Men is a force on its own against true worship developing his own in, in, uh, doctrine devil is now also fanning the man word factor so there are some you see you are playing devil when you find yourself being uh, tilting towards concern about the things of men so if somebody is preaching like the way we preach and you see yourself telling us, uh, uh, your preaching is nice, but can you leave the clergy out? Ask yourself, what advice you are giving? Is it in the interest of... <laughs> Do you have the interest of God, interest of the kingdom, or you have the interest of the clergy? The clergy is the one you respect more than the Lord. That's why you are giving such an advice. That is how people play the devil. I sat in a meeting where this church officer was fighting the clergy, and it was here in town. And a superior in the church hierarchy came, and I was in the meeting, also as church officer. And then the superior on the church 
hierarchy asked this brother. He said, this fighting, yeah, 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 yeah. Brother, is it for your personal interest or for the interest of what? God or the church? To me, that was a strong word. Question. And then he answered. And he said, sit down. He said, for the church. He said, and then he asked him another question. And then he answered. He said, sit down. You are trying to be litigant. And that was it. Preaching. That's why this song cannot leave me. If I'm doing anything I must be mindful of the things that I will do that will, that will attract the blessings of God. God. You see, wait. Then I hear what people are familiar with. The praise be him is. I'm praying they become familiar with this one also. Verse word two, which is the one we are singing. Including my preaching and the work of God I'm doing. They drove me from church group page. One sister put a post there. I was angry that Sunday morning. I did not go to church. I met her later. I told her to. I said the post that you put there. I was so annoyed. I didn't even come to church. If you thought you were, you were serving God, you caused damage to the church rather. You know the post he put there. He said. If you come to church late, then it means you don't respect the clergy and you use papa or sofa. Ah, and you know me and the spirit in me. So I had opportunity. I was in the church, in front of the church teaching. And I spoke to one society steward. I said, brother, I am telling you, we don't build church with clergy. And what I mean is that you don't say, say, you don't tell the people, come to church early because the head pastor will come to all church. You are building church in the name of a human world being. You are brazen hypocrites. So I said, and then the sister was there. I said, that post you put on the church page that day, I was so annoying, I didn't come to church. And I told her, I say, if you put it, if you come to church late, then you have no respect for the Lord Jesus Christ. I would have even rushed to church without bathing because I would have thought maybe God has revealed something wrong to you in the previous, maybe the previous night. But 
I saw you were promoting a human being, human worship, instead of worship the Lord thy God and him only should we what? Serve. I told the sister right at the face. Playing the the devil. The devil can what is the expression we use? That doesn't mean the person is a devil. David has suffered it. Peter has suffered it. What about me and you? And hence the teaching I'm teaching. What, what did chronicle expression use? The devil rose against Israel. Up against and provoked David to do what? To number. And David was not excused by God. The devil is already against the world. The church. And you want to provoke people to teach us to worship the clergy, to live by human doctrines, to behave the opposite of John 5 44. That means what Jesus said the thing that you do and you move out of faith is what the devil wants to move us to do. So in church, when you are seeking for the interest of human being instead of that of what God. What did Peter say the other time in Acts 4? Maybe if I conclude with that with this morning, it's okay. A lot of teaching has come because damage repairs. So many things to be to be repaired. Still. And then I would slot in something here people don't know. You see, our Bible is big. When you talk about father and mother, you can I, you can see about three identifiable definitions for father and mother in the world. Bible. You can see the biological ones. You can see the one by Jesus' own definition. Those who do the will of the world. <laughs> the father. <laughs> and you can see several others. So when you are talking, eh, you must know where you are coming from. You are coming from. Jesus talk about pray for your enemies. Hmm? Good. That is not the only use of enemy in the Bible. Eh? And then uh, uh, Luke 1, 74, 75 also talk about God swearing that he will deliver his people from another set of what? Enemies. These enemies, they also what? Hate us. So that, and these are obstacles even to the worship of what? God. So God will deal with them and deliver us as, so that we will be able to what? Worship that. I don't think that is the enemy that Jesus Christ was talking what? about. And this Bible, eh, if you don't allow the Spirit of God to lead, lead you, you become heretic. You pick one side and you think that is all. And that's how come they pick tight and they make tight big and they have ended up making sacrifices better than what? Obedience. It did not bless the church. It did not bless those who did it also. Because nobody can change God. And we can never be nicer than God. What did I ask you to read? So, so uh, 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 there is a group of people. The way uh, 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 
Elisha dealt with Gehazi the way Joshua dealt with what? Achan. You can't say these are enemies, personal enemies to Joshua. These are enemies of God and Kasa. And opposes antagonistic to the will and purpose of God. Achan brought defeat to Israel. He was killed and burned together with the family. Rahab, a stranger. We say we call her what? Jericonian or Jerican? Jerican. Jerican. So, a pure citizen of Jericho. She identified herself, embraced the will and the purpose of God, and became a part in playing the will of God and was embraced into the family of what? God. Look at how Gehazi brought leprosy to, not just uh, Elisha brought leprosy, not only to Gehazi, but to the posterity and then the descendants. Look at how Peter dealt with Ananias and what? Sapphira. Jesus Christ himself, our Lord, let me garnish it with this, never intercede. He never interceded for what? Judas. But interceded for what? Peter. At a point, he said, the devil had wanted to sit you like wheat, but I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. But he referred to Judas actually as a what? A devil. A devil. The devils will go. There is a song say, Goliath, the devil will back up. <laughs> the devil in the church, they will what? They will go. There are some people who are devils who so you if you are a child of God and you want to play devil, we shall pray the devil out of you. But the devil, the Peters category, they are the one I'm addressing this morning. We must and that they day for my prayer, we pray the devil and we shall take the devil out of them so that they will develop respect and love for God above what? The clergy. In other words, men. That is a strong correction there to be made. Uh, we are making. But there are devils and kata. They they've come to pursue their own personal interests and will, purposes and agenda as against that of God. They know. They know. And that is the Judas group. They are the ones we are going to overthrow. Those are the caliber that are going to be mad. So if you lack the understanding of God, when we, some of us preach with the grace of God, pray for God to help you. We shall also assist. And don't think you are nicer than God. One thing I also say, the God who said, Sarah, uh, Abraham should drive away Ishmael. Abraham doesn't have love than that word. God for Ishmael. When they went, there was crisis. Who provided the water? Come on. What are we talking about? Did I ask you to read something? What is it? Acts 4. Acts 4, huh? Acts 4, 19. But Peter and John answered and said unto them. Acts 4, 19. 19 is my number. That is good. Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. Yes. This is a strong statement. This were the religious elite, the clergy, captain of the house and some all these 
religious gurus from Jerusalem. And these gurus say, Paul was praying, Acts 22. God, the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to you and said, These Jerusalem gurus, they won't listen to you. When I'm dealing with some caliber of clergy, those who don't understand, you, are, you are lack knowledge in scripture and you are, you are non updated. I'm praying God gives you updates. And those, uh, when those who sometimes want to advise, we should go to church and then, uh, Forget about whatever, whatever. We won't forget what God reveals to us. You have not seen it. But when people become mad, when people get stroke, that's when we shall see. Or when people are sacked from the pastoral ministry, that's when we can see. But the things God reveals to us, when we tell people, they won't what? They won't believe. So Jesus appeared unto Paul. Go and pick and read. And maybe I can conclude with that. There are some group of people who have crept into the pastoral ministry and church leadership. They are devils right there. And until we smoke them out, people will not get their liberties. To serve their God. Acts 22, 17 and 18. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. Mm -hmm. Verse 18. And saw him saying unto me, uh -huh. Make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning This is Jesus Christ talking to Paul like that. And you are telling Paul, no, you should go to Jerusalem and go to church there. People don't know scripture. And I'm praying. I'm praying. We will develop the attitude of meditating upon the word of God day and day and day and night so we can understand what. We can update ourselves with what? Scripture. And develop a delight also in it. What else? We've finished reading. There's nothing to be read. I think uh, enough for this morning. How many minutes? One hour. Six in this. Five it's okay. Minutes. It's okay. Yeah. Stop it.